Good morning and welcome to Ask Andy. This is a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. You can reach me on the web at newworthlaw, N-E-U-W-I-R-T-H-L-A-W.com or 215-259-3687. I wanted to talk to you today about statutes of limitations. So there's a very fresh off the pages decision that just came across my email saying that the statute of repose has apparently been invalidated in Pennsylvania. I haven't read the decision, so I'll try and get back to you on that. But what is the statute of repose? Well, up until recently, maybe the past week or so, the statute of repose was seven years in Pennsylvania. Typically, the statute of limitations is two years. So this is a state-by-state thing. Basically, what the courts say is that if you didn't bring a lawsuit within two years of the incident occurring, you are out of luck and you're not allowed to bring a lawsuit. Okay, so you're in a car accident, you break your leg, you go to the hospital, and you are told, oh, sir, you have a broken leg from your car accident. Boom, you have two years from that date to sue somebody. Not two years to go find a lawyer, not two years to think about it, two years from that date. And if it's two years in a day, you're out of luck. So go to your lawyer's office as quickly as possible because a lot of these cases take time to develop and figure out. And generally, most lawyers will be very reluctant to take cases close to the statute of limitations. You know, we just don't like it. Now, the car accident case, yeah, would we put that into suit? Sure, because it's pretty clear what happened. Now, what's less clear? Well, maybe a slip and fall case is less clear as to what happened. Is the client right? It was a long time ago. Have the conditions changed? Do you want to put that one in against the statute of limitations looming at you? Probably not, but, you know, it depends on how much time is left. Now, back to the statute of repose. So, In Pennsylvania, like a lot of states, there is an understanding that there are times when the statute of limitations is, you know, two years by statute, by law, but it's not fair to hold the injured person to that two years because they had no idea they had an injury. Now, does that apply in the car accident case? No, because you knew you had an injury. (laughs) Simple enough, right? All right, so here's a here's a harder here's a this is an easier statute of limitations or statute of repose situation. Let's say you have surgery and your uh let's see. Let's say you have surgery for your appendix and you're a 24-year-old white female. So, appendix surgery usually pretty minor. Let's say you have an infected appendix. They tell you, ma'am, you have an infected appendix. It's got to be surgically removed. Nothing we can do. And you say, fine, no problem. You set it up. It's elective surgery. Bing, bang, boom, boom. You're now a 24-year-old white female with no appendix and a tiny little one-inch scar on your, I think it's your right lower abdomen. All right, no big deal. Then for the next six months, you've got kind of weird bowel movements, you've got cramping, 
you can't figure out what's going on, but you don't feel quite the same, but it's not all the time. It's not doubling over kind of pain, but you have like pain, shooting pain, and the doctors can't figure out what it is, and they put you on muscle relaxants, they put you on this, maybe it's post-surgical. Anyway, finally, some doctor says, I don't like this way it sounds. Let's get an x-ray of your abdomen, or let's get an ultrasound of your abdomen. And what do they find? They find that a nurse or a surgeon or somebody left behind a clamp, meaning like it's basically a scissors. It's kind of like a reverse scissors to hold blood vessels closed. Now, maybe you shouldn't be using a clamp during an appendectomy. I don't know, but that's the example. Someone left a clamp behind in you, or more often these days, someone left a few sponges behind in you. And that's what's causing the pain. So now you've gone for, you know, let's say nine months, they finally diagnose it, they open you back up through the same scar, and they remove the sponges, stitch you back up, and you're fine, as good as new, okay? So, did you have two years from the date of the original appendectomy to sue? No, because you had no idea there was anything wrong. There really wasn't, no doctor was telling you that you had sponges in you, and that's the negligence, right? So, when does your statute start running from? Your statute would start running from the first day that a doctor had a scan identifying that you had a clamp in you or some sponges. So it's two years from that day. It's not two years from the date you have them removed and confirmed. It's two years from the date when you should knew or should have known. Okay? Now, we're still not at the statute of repose, right? So let's say you go you know, nine years, let's say you go seven years from the date of the original surgery, and you don't have any idea what's going on. No doctor ever says, you should get an x-ray of your abdomen. So nobody knows that you're walking around with a clamp in you. You set off metal detectors at the airport or at schools, but nobody really thinks about it. Okay. So then you're 24, you go to have a child at age 32, let's say, and, you know, that's eight years after the incident. So then the question is, then all of a sudden, eight years after the original surgery, someone decides that, oh my gosh, we should check you out, and boom, sure enough, there's a clamp left in your abdomen that's been causing you pain for eight years. Now the statute of repose is seven years. We would argue for you, if we were going to bring a lawsuit for you, we would argue that the statute of repose doesn't apply, or we would argue the statute of limitations doesn't start running until it's first diagnosed in you, meaning two years from the date of your you know, first x-ray when you're going to have a child. The defense lawyers and the and the and the law would basically say, no, that's not how we look at it. It's been too long. So, the law, the statute of repose, would say, seven years from the date of the original appendectomy, or seven years from the onset of abdominal pain. And then, if you're having your child at age thirty-two, seven years is already gone. Then you can't sue, even though you never knew certainly that you had a clamp in you. So now the PA Supreme Court has apparently in a split decision said that this statute of repose no longer 
applies in Pennsylvania. I got to read the decision. I can't be a thousand percent sure, but that's what the headline looked like. So now, you know, you can wait and wait and wait and wait and wait and sue when you feel like it, uh, essentially is what it sounds like. Or when you actually first, you know, learn or had reason to know of this injury. There are a couple other variations or permutations or limitations on the statute of limitations and on the statute of repose. Most significantly is minors. Um, and that's not coal miners. It's just people under the age of 18. Let's say you're 15. You're in a car accident. When does your statute of limitations run? Does it run from the date you are in the car accident and go to the ER with a broken leg? Is it two years from the, the let's say it's your birthday? Is that two years from the date of your birthday? Meaning when you turn 17? Question mark. No. The answer is the statute of limitations doesn't start running until you turn 18 because you're not a person who can bring a lawsuit at that point. You're not old enough to bring a lawsuit until you're 18. So then what happens is even though the accident happened when you're 15, the statute of limitations starts running on the date of your birthday when you turn 18. So therefore, the statute of limitations would not expire until your birthday when you're 20 years old. Now, do you want to wait five years for a case? No. Does your case get better over the course of that five years? Probably not. So the reasons for a statute of limitations or a statute of repose are essentially, you know, we want to give both the defense lawyers and the defendants a chance to defend themselves. We want to have um, everyone have a fair trial on the merits and memories fade over time, documents get lost, evidence gets lost or destroyed intentionally or otherwise, and it's just not really fair. So we just put an arbitrary two-year timeline on something, and then we say there's a statute of repose, where it's just too far, I don't care if you knew about it or not. So that's now changed, and uh, we'll see how the law develops around that. That's enough for today. It's Ask Andy. Hope you have a great day. I hold people accountable.